Hello and welcome back to the EG Way. But today's podcast is slightly different for two reasons. Firstly, because we are taking a preview look at NordevCon, the huge developers conference that takes place in Norfolk. It's running on the 26th to 28th of February. Uh, it's coming up in a couple of weeks and it is going to be a corker. We've got over 31 speakers. There are five tracks. There are 40 sessions or more. There's a workshop day on the uh, 26th of February. And then the keynotes, the tracks, the sessions all kick off and run on the 27th and the 28th. And apparently there's still a few tickets left, although they are going fast. So you'll need to get those. Now, NordevCon this year is uh, even bigger and better than before and so we've decided to do something slightly different which is to get all the speakers together remotely yes no one is here in the studio with me today instead everyone is down the line so uh, i'm going to warn you now to expect some pops clicks whistles strange noises and very possibly things breaking because it's live and we have never done this before We've got people dialing in uh, from all over the UK and also Jennifer Wadella, who is dialing in from Missouri. Uh, and yes, that's Kansas City, which is in Missouri, not Kansas. Uh, no doubt you've been following the news and, of course, uh, the subsequent tweets by the president of the USA. You will know how many people can get that wrong. I'm going to hold my hands up and say that I did think that uh, Kansas City was in Kansas myself. So I've learned something there, too. So, without further ado, I would like to say a big hello to Jennifer Wadella, who is the lead Angular developer at Bitovi. Hello, thank you for having me. Now, also dialing in, we have Monzo Bank engineer, uh, formerly from Seven Digital, um, Chris O'Dell. Hi there. Hi. I'd like to thank as well, we, we have joining us one of the UK's first cyber psychologists, Dr. Gail Ollis. Hello. We'd also like to thank the Head of IT Development and Architecture at three UK ports, that's the seaports. Uh, before that, of course, she had a low-pressure job of being Head of IT at Stansted Airport. And after that, an even lower-pressure job of being the Head of IT for Suffolk Police, Karen Poulter. Hello, nice to meet you. Also joining us are Alex Scrotton and Sean Church, who are two of the organisers uh, and co-founders of Nordev. Hello. Hello. And finally, completing the lineup last but definitely not least, uh, as we are sponsors this year of Nordev, it's a great pleasure to introduce John Nicholson, who is the CTO and co-founder of EG. Hello. And I am Andrew Walker. I'm an old friend of EG's, and I'll be there live at Nordev, roving around with a camera, uh, trying to get interviews with people, and we will be popping those out on our social media channels as it goes on. So do follow us on Twitter at EG limited and uh, check in on our linkedin page and check in on the website there will be more coming live from nordev okay so before we dive in and meet our keynote speakers uh, i'd like to turn to alex and sean uh, and just ask you tell us a little bit more about nordev and how it got started so it all kind of um, came out of a uh, kind of an original meetup called uh, Hot Source almost 10 years ago now, um, where they were doing kind of cross-platform. They were doing uh, design and development uh, and business, um, et cetera. Um, and they actually, uh, from there, kind of broke out, became kind of specialized meetups. There's um, Synchnorich that does um, 
kind of startup uh, and business um, angle, uh, Norfolk developers uh, ourselves that do the development and tech business angle. Uh, and then you've got um, Hot, uh, Hot Source is obviously still around doing the graphics UX um, side of things. And then we've also got a new um, uh, meetup on the stage, uh, Search Norwich as well, who are taking over the kind of search and marketing uh, aspects of, uh, of the local area as well. Um, so, yeah, it's a very vibrant, vibrant uh, city uh, for communities. OK, so there are over 31 speakers uh, that are going to be appearing at Nordev this year. And we've got the four keynotes with us. And what I want to do is just have a quick chat with you and uh, find out a little bit more about what you're talking about and what's brought you to Norwich. And I want to start that one with Jennifer in Kansas City, Missouri, because I'm guessing people in Kansas City, Missouri, don't often think, oh, you know what, I'm going to go to Norwich to speak at a conference. Um, No, not necessarily. That being said, I did get the opportunity to uh, attend NordevCon last year, and it was delightful, and I was super happy. And also, it's the filming location of one of my favorite movies, Stardust. Okay, now, I'm going to say there are a few squeaks coming down the line, if you're listening. Um, so in case you were wondering, no, we don't actually have a duck in the studio. Um, there's some interference coming through on there. Just to say that we've got people dialing in, so uh, dialing in on the telephone lines. Plus, we've got stuff that is streaming in through the computers, and that's uh, using different platforms, uh, including Microsoft Teams. So, yeah, we are going to get a little bit of uh, weirdness there. So we'll, we'll soldier on through it. Jennifer, Angular has got huge now. Uh, there was a massive conference in London uh, called Angular Connect last year, and that's I, I had some friends that had come over from that. It was one of the big ones in Europe. Um, tell us more about your work in Angular, and I, I guess your work in Dev. Um, well, in Kansas City, Missouri, we are a very .NET heavy town, um, and so I think that's why we have a lot of Angular development here. Is um, it feels safe and it feels familiar, especially for teams that are trying to do full stack development. Um, so that's been kind of my entryway. Like I've been writing JavaScript for almost a decade and have touched almost every framework, but um, Angular is a place that I fell into and ended up really, really enjoying. Um, and uh, have been pretty actively involved with the community for a year. And they're just really, really great people. There are great Angular conferences all over the world um, if you get a chance to attend. So that's what I do for my day job. I love helping clients um, figure out how to write better code, how to upgrade existing code bases. Um, you know, there's there's always just a lot of great stuff to, to learn and explore and discover in the Angular ecosystem. Um, but to your other note, um, so for about seven years now, I've run a nonprofit that I founded called Kansas City Women in Technology to try and get more women into tech careers um, in Kansas City. And so we do run a lot of programming and educational coding workshops for women, um, as well as just general networking and, and tech events um, for, for women of, of any level of technology. Okay, and now turning to Chris O'Dell. Chris, um, I'm I'm going to disclose now. I'm a huge fan. I'm a big uh, Monzo customer myself. What's your talk about uh, Nordev this year? Thanks. Okay, <laughs> so my keynote talk um, is going to be about the developer experience. So as in taking all the kind of skills from UX and uh, thinking of flow in terms of how development gets through your company and focusing into how the developers experience to to build that so what i mean is in monzo we have a team there called the engineering effectiveness team and we kind of treat the engineering experience as a product 
And we work by putting metrics around how often we do things like deployments and how long PRs are open and just try and find the bottlenecks in the process. Possibly it's um, tooling or maybe there are some metrics that are not easy to discover and um, we'll do whatever we need to kind of like free up the developers um, flow through there so um, I've got some information on what we've discovered what we changed and uh, yeah hopefully it's things that you can take and take to your own company and improve the uh, flow of your development there too. Karen I know that you're talking about change and managing change is DevOps and the sort of new ideas that, you know, we associate with, you know, fast-moving, agile startups, the kind of thing that comes up in the IT work that you do in the ports, or do you face a, a different set of challenges? Oh, yeah, different challenge. Um, I'm sort of the person that's always representing the old school in that um, a lot of the companies I've worked in have been facing that challenge. Uh, you know, a lot of talk about agility and moving faster, lots of... Uh, CEOs desperate to 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 make that happen, but the businesses and the maturity that's required and the clarity of vision is is not always there. So uh, it's that um, for me, it's about trying to understand the best of what's new and what's going out there, but, but be realistic about the maturity of the the organisation, uh, you know, and, and temper the enthusiasm to do some of these new things the classic is is that you know is that if we work in an agile way we never need to write anything down again and we can just free flow everywhere without um you know any sense of of clarity about what we're trying to achieve which clearly isn't isn't the truth for anybody that's ever uh, delivered a project like that or or in that way but there's a lot of confusion out there lots of businesses that are trying to um evolve quickly um and and haven't really understood the building blocks of, of what makes a Google or an Apple or a whomever they've been to see work differently. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I think that that's, um, that's a large part of what I do. Gail Ollis, Dr. Gail Ollis, um, you're representing a whole new branch of research at Nordev uh, this year, which is really interesting because unlike many of the other disciplines uh, we've been talking about in terms of developing and, and that kind of stuff, uh, cyber psychology didn't exist 20 years ago. So what's your speech going to be about? Yeah, okay. So I think mine actually complements Chris's quite nicely, where she's looking at developer experience from a, a sort of tools and processes point of view. I'm looking at the humaning side of that. So I was a software developer myself for a long time, went and studied psychology as a result of what I saw there. So I want to talk about a little bit about my research, but also about psychology and my experience, a bit about compassion in development, and maybe a bit about security. So understanding all those human aspects, but without calling it soft skills, because that kind of puts across the wrong impression. Jennifer, your talk is about developing new approaches to development and being agile. Um, so... What holds people back, do you think, when they're working in tech and trying to get more agile? My keynote is about um, kind of feel of failure and, and why we're scared to try things. Um, and it's actually inspired by um, not necessarily just technology, but uh, my foray into fermentation, particularly in, in brewing kombucha. Um, and so kind of talking about the parallels between um, trying something that is quote unquote low cost, 
um, and, and the fear of just experimentation and how that um, can be a really limiting mindset when it comes to not only uh, brewing, but learning and discovering in technology and how um, even our entire educational system is, is set up to uh, cause this, this fear of failure, this fear of trying with us and what we can do to combat that. Um, and Karen, your keynote is all about managing change, right? Uh, it's a you know lighthearted look uh, with hopefully some things that will be relevant to everybody that's either trying to take a user group on a new on a new uh, journey with software or trying to manage a team that's struggling with the way things are. Or, or the big thing for me is that anyone that's got a job in IT these days is is probably very likely changing the the worlds of the people that are around them um, at an incredible pace. And I think it is therefore. Um, hopefully will give people a little bit of something they can uh, take away with them and uh, use in their day-to-day to to make their lives a bit easier. Okay, now I'd like to bring in John Nicholson, uh, e.g. CTO. Um, Now, you are speaking this year, and you're not a keynote speaker. It's not a a thing, uh, I'm just saying. Um, But what's your workshop? Uh, Yeah, yeah, I'm um, doing a workshop on um, something I've been researching and looking into, uh, metamorphic testing and how we can test untestable systems, um, which is slightly scary because um, I'm still not fully sure how we do that. But, you know, we'll, we'll work through it. Okay, now I've got to ask it. How do you test an untestable system? Is, is there an easy answer? Uh, in short, no, there is no easy answer. But um, <laughs> I'm going to talk through one of the uh, proposed methodologies that people have been using, um, which uh, allows us to try and create tests without a test oracle, a a defined truth of if I give this input, that output is what I'm expecting. Now, one thing that struck me is that all the keynotes at Nordev this year are women. Is that a sign that finally we're seeing uh, the the change in the uh, IT industry that you know we've we've been working towards with more sort of diversity and inclusion initiatives? Chris, tell us about Monzo. Is that a diverse organisation? Do you work in a diverse team? I yes, well. I am Monzo is amazing at the diversity angle. It's fantastic. I think it's the only company I've worked in where uh, I think the rate of uh, women to men is in the engineering department is over 20%. And that sounds like a small number, but it's huge. <laughs> it's absolutely huge. So uh, I'm really enjoying it. There's, there's, it's a the ratio is quite different. And it's fantastic. Jennifer, you design courses for women in technology and advise companies on diversity. So have you noticed a big change? Um, We do not have enough time on this podcast for my thoughts. Um, But in a nutshell, uh, the biggest change I see are we we still have strides to go. Um, I have really big fights with employers that don't want to hire, quote unquote, junior developers. But the problem is we have to train people from somewhere. I can't just like snap my fingers and produce like senior level women engineers. Sorry, that's not the way the world works. Um, So we're still fighting that battle. But the biggest change I've seen as a woman in the industry is I feel a little bit less like screaming into the void, meaning when we are calling out problematic behavior in the industry, when we're starting to like get men listening to us saying, oh, I understand. I see there's a problem. How is my behavior affecting this? What can I do? I feel like we've made huge progress in that area versus just screaming and either being ignored or told that we're unreasonable and things like that. Karen, with your experience in more traditional areas like the ports and police, have you noticed that there's a, a shift in the sort of diversity organization or, you know, is it 
uh, again, a different kind of challenge that you face. Yeah, it's a really interesting um, uh, thing. I can safely say every environment I've worked in has had a real uh, desire to to make a change in this area, to increase diversity, not just uh, in, in terms of women, but um, in terms of sexuality and religion and race and, and all of the different... Um, all of the different strands of diversity. I think there is a, a real acknowledgement these days that uh, that having a workforce that's representative of the people that are around you and uh, you know is able to bring a diversity of opinion and challenges is a really rich and and the right thing to do. So happy with that. What I would say is I don't think it always lands very well. I think um, I. Uh, I will always have an inward groan when uh, somebody asks me how it feels to be a, a woman in management or a woman in IT, and that happens um, because for me, I don't personally um, perceive myself as different from the people around me. You know, I'm just here doing a job, so it's slightly strange when you're singled out for that kind of conversation. But at the same time, uh, there is still an issue in society and I think the point is though when where we are starting to turn around a little bit um, as a society and as employers is that um, I think I hope that people these days have got a little bit more uh, confidence to speak out when those things happen so I think it's um, all of our um, all of our responsibilities to create an environment where um, poor behaviour is is challenged and, and that people are, are safe to speak up because, uh, you know, it, it's all very well having policies and good intentions, but it's 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 what people experience day to day in their work life that, that, that really speaks of, um, of, of whether we're getting it right or wrong. Gail, as a cyber psychologist... Uh, are we living in a more diverse space? Has our online world transformed things or is there still some way to go? No, I do think we still have more to go. I think we've made some progress. One of my first job interviews when I was out of university, I said, I was asked, you know, I know I'm not really allowed to ask you this, but are you going to run off and have babies? And I got invited by a professional institution to bring my wife to their annual dinner dance. So we've moved on a bit from that. But where I'm working now, there's a gender pay gap of 15%. If you are a BAME woman, that goes up to over 20%. So there's still an issue in the pay there. And we are kind of still treated a bit as unicorns. So, yeah, I'm with Karen on that. I don't want to be a, a woman in tech. I just want to be a geek like any other geek, you know. So I will not talk in a full-length session about being a woman in tech because I just want to be a person in tech. Yeah. I will do it in lightning talks, and I've done it a couple of times, but I don't want to be defined by it. So, it's, yeah, we've, we've got a way to go. And we do need, I think in some ways almost, the fact that people recognise diversity as a thing means now they, sometimes there's a tendency to turn to us to kind of try and solve that and, you know, and talk about it when we just want to get on with doing it. But I think it's a bit of a responsibility for women to be visible at least in that and be available to talk to. I hadn't realised that actually, until I had a student a couple of years ago who'd really enjoyed doing a presentation that I'd asked them to do, sent me an email afterwards saying how much she'd enjoyed it, even though she didn't feel she belonged there in front of a room of men. And that made me go, yeah, okay. I didn't think there was much of scope for doing stuff, especially for women, because it just, you know, just it's doing the unicorn thing and singling them out more. 
and flagging that they're unusual, which is going to discourage them. But actually, they do need that bit of support just to help them feel that they belong when they're so horribly outnumbered. All right, well, listen, that more or less wraps it up. That's about all the time we've got. I'd like to thank our speakers for joining us. And, um, yeah, that's Jennifer Wadella, who's in Kansas City, Missouri. Well done, sir. Thank you for having me. Okay, Chris O'Dell from Monzo. I'd like to say thanks very much. Can't wait to meet you at uh, Nordev. Thank you very much for having me as well. And, um, yeah, just to say I I love the coral pink. Hot Um, coral. HSBC. Sorry if you're listening, but your cards just aren't even close. <laughs> I'd like to give a big thank you as well to Gail Ollis, Dr. Gail Ollis, who is a lecturer in cyber psychology at Bournemouth University. Thank you very much. Look forward to Nordecon. And a big thank you to Karen Poulter from 3 UK Port. Thank you very that- much. And as always, I'd like to thank John Nicholson, uh, who's the CTO and co-founder of EG, and also Sean Church and Alex Scrotton at NordevCon. Bye-bye. Thanks for having us. Thanks Thanks for hosting. It's been really fun. Okay, that's all we've got time for now. Join us on the 27th and the 28th of February when we will be live as EG uh, at the uh, NordevCon at the King Centre in Norwich. We're going to be um, roving around the conference floor. We're going to be meeting our speakers. We'll be popping videos onto our Twitter feed. That's going to be at EG Limited. And you'll also find us on LinkedIn. You'll find us on the website. And there's going to be lots of fun activity coming from Nordev. If you haven't got your tickets yet then go to the website that's nordevcon.com and there's still a few left click the buy tickets button and go and um, all that remains to say is thank you for listening and we will see you at Nordev thanks bye